Takeover Phoenix and the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And I think we are going to start off talking about NXT Takeover, which to me I think will be the better of two shows. Usually will be better, shorter. <laughs> <laughs> tomato tomato. Yeah. Um so I think to kick it off we've got uh Matt Riddle with his now, I guess it's not his in-ring debut with NXT, but uh, mm-hmm. it's his, certainly his, like, probably, hopefully, more than five-second match uh, takeover yeah. debut. Mm-hmm. So we've got Matt Riddle versus uh, Cassius Ono. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, this should be good. Uh, you know, I think they've kind of been using Cassius Ono as, like, this like gatekeeper of sorts. Um, but I don't know they, you know, they teased the match a little bit previously, uh, and it ended, as you said, in about five seconds. So hopefully they draw this one out a little bit. And, um, I don't know. I mean, you know me, I'm a, I'm an Ono guy. I fully expect him to lose, but, um, it should be good. I mean, he's still one of the best, like, guys to put with another guy to make look good. So um, I have no doubt uh, that this will maintain that. I almost wonder if it will actually wind up opening the show. I guess it would. I mean, looking at these matches, every other match is a championship match. Yeah, I think it, it kind of can't not. It kind of uh-huh. took the place of the uh, Velveteen Dream match. Mm-hmm. Or I well they might open with a tag because they do open with the tags quite mm-hmm. often. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you could be a Matt Riddle guy too. Oh, I'm a Matt Riddle guy. I just mean like we way back when when we did that top ten episode. Yeah. You know, uh, Chris, Hero. Chris Hero at the time was on my list. Um, so it's, that's what I meant by that. I'm a guy of him. It wasn't a I like him. <laughs> Um, it's, you know, it's, I would like go to bat for him. Um, 
I think Riddle's going to be a big deal. And, um, no, I'm, I'm digging Riddle now, which is kind of why I was hoping it would be more than just an extended squash so we could all become a little bit more familiar with him. Um, but I think you're looking at a future NXT champion, um, yeah. with Riddle. Yeah, he might, well, no, he probably won't be the next one, but he'll probably be the next, next one. Hmm. That's if they don't go crazy with like call ups and stuff. Yeah, right. It's entirely possible he gets called up before he gets the belt, but there's gonna be a lot of knees and a lot of elbows in this match. Man, it's gonna be great. <laughs> it's, it's, I almost the wish sound effects are gonna be brutal. Yeah, I almost wish wish that uh, it was like a three way with these two and Alistair Black. Yeah. Yeah, but but he'll come later. Hmm. Um. Next, we've got the NXT North American Championship, uh, Ricochet versus Johnny Gargano. Boy, oh boy. Um, uh, this match is uh, kind of the first on a list here that is to be the best of the weekend. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got Johnny Takeover and, mm-hmm. well, I don't think I have to say anything about Ricochet. If you're not familiar, get familiar. Yeah. Um, Cirque du Ricochet, as our favorite Mauro Ronaldo would call him. Yeah, I don't, I don't actually like him at all. (laughs) I I know you don't. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, yeah. Um, this is a tough one to pick, I think. Or maybe it's not. I don't think it is. I think, I think it's, uh, it's clearly going to be Ricochet. I think Johnny's probably, um, Moving on to the main event scene, uh, mm. with, and I think he's probably going to take the belt off of Tommaso at WrestleMania weekend. I didn't know if they were wanting to do a, uh, like title versus title mm. type thing with those two. Like they each go in, they had that huge rivalry and, uh, now each of them has a belt and they're clashing for all the gold. It would also, as we see here, if every belt is on the line, it almost makes every, uh, match a championship match. So if there's suddenly a you know a match with with two of the belts, it kind of gives a little bit of wiggle room to the rest of the card. Uh, you don't necessarily have to tie up everything in a title match. Not that that's a bad thing. It's just just a thought I had. Yeah, I, I just that's not like a thing that they like to do with a lot of people. I don't know. Triple H is a little different than Vince, I think, but um. I, I just don't know. I, I think they're going to have a heck of a match, but um, I think they're going to continue with Johnny Gargano just like losing at the pay-per-views. Mm. Uh, I, re- I really think it's going to be Ricochet just because I think Johnny can handle a loss better than Ricochet can right now because Johnny's a bad guy. That is true. Or I think he's a bad guy. I don't know. I'm out of touch. Mm, he's a not good guy. <laughs> he's just the guy. He's just the guy. Yeah, he's taking that. Uh, we've got the NXT Tag Team Championship, the Undisputed Era versus the War Raiders. Yeah, um, it, it looks like I have in my notes it's going to be O'Reilly and Strong. Okay, as the representation. Um. What? This is probably going to be good. <laughs> uh, the, the reigning defending, uh, tag team of the year, 
undisputed era. Um, their first uh, big opportunity in 2019 to stake their claim. And I think uh, those unfamiliar with the uh, War Raiders may think that the uh, the streak of great tag matches may be in jeopardy. But, no. well, first of all, That's not undispu- be a problem. <laughs> the Undisputed Era pulled good matches out of uh, Authors of Pain. And War Raiders are, like, significantly better <laughs> uh, in-ring uh, as, like, big guys. They're or not even general, similar. really. Their 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 similarities end at size. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, yeah, that's it. The War Raiders are, you know, mm-hmm. not somebody that they picked up off the street and brought to the performance center because they were big, right? They they have street cred. So this should be a hoot. I almost, I I, I think my gut is telling me that uh, this is a a place where the war Raiders win, mm-hmm. but seeing that, you know, um, the other members of undisputed era aren't anywhere else on this card, specifically Adam Cole, but you know, also fish, um, could might be tipping their hat a little bit that, uh, they're going to get involved, which if, <laughs> If they were to lose their belts, I don't know that I would want it in this like situation where they're going all out and like four guys couldn't have beaten two guys. Um, but I don't know. I just, and I don't. It would be surprising if we didn't see Adam Cole at all, right? Right. A takeover. Yeah, I think it would be. Um, so I don't know. This is a maybe. This is the tough one. I've, well, I've got some thoughts. I'm thinking either War Raiders win here, they have the rubber match, and Undisputed Era moves on. Or, um, although you'd think that they would have gotten announced with all the other call-ups. But I, That's you know, the thing. is It's I, WrestleMania, I, and we've got the Rumble, so we're going to see them. We're probably going to see at least somebody in this match in the Rumble. Um, but I think Undisputed Era might win... This time, due to shenanigans outside the ring, mm-hmm. and then they'll get some kind of stipulation on the next one, maybe where the War Raiders win, and then maybe they're moving on because I don't know what else the Undisputed Era does in NXT. Yeah, unless they take out Roddy Strong or Fish. Mm-hmm. Fish is kind of the odd man out now, but I don't like that they're not using Fish and um, O'Reilly together anymore. Yeah, I know that's. I mean, as much as I like O'Reilly and Strong, it's you know, yeah, uh, you know, Fish and O'Reilly were were the tag team, and I mean, do not just here, but like going back the like Red Dragon days, right? And would it be possible that Adam Cole left the Undisputed Era and the other three just stayed the Undisputed Era? I mean, there's a lot of things that could happen, or Fish, like I said, Fish could be the odd man out, and he could, yeah, but. I think well, of all of them, it's either going to be Adam Cole or uh, Kyle O'Reilly with the singles mm-hmm. career. Yeah. I mean, I think an interesting story to go with is I think Cole is the, uh, uh, you know, followed closely by O'Reilly, but I think most primed to be like ready now to be broken off and doing his own thing is Cole. Um, and so I think you could do that, leaving the three man team which still works, is still effective. I think it would give O'Reilly a chance to become, like, the leader and, um, 
you know, get himself ready for his singles push. But then um, you have like this internal conflict of, you know, O'Reilly is like the leader and like the, the single star in waiting. But um, you start teasing friction with Fish and Strong um, because they're both like, like no, I'm the I'm the partner, I'm the tag team partner, um, and then that's the feud is it's uh, Marty Fish and Roderick Strong. Um, I don't know. There's there's a lot of things that they still can do, but you're right. The the possibilities for them as like this four person unit uh, in NXT are I don't know what what it is. Unless you are unless you do this like clearing out of the division thing, which I suppose is an option, but I don't know if it does NXT any favors. No, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's that's probably the first tough one. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I I don't know. I like the Undisputed Era. I don't mind them as a four a four man group. Um, yeah. I mean if it's up to me, they're a four person group until they go to the main roster. And that's when you start tinkering with the dynamic, but even not right then, away. Not right away. Then, I think no. the main roster needs another. I, need, I think they need some factions again. I know Vince was mm-hmm. really big into them in the '90s, but they would be a great fit on SmackDown. Well, everybody would be a great fit on SmackDown. <laughs> I just Vince... mean there's like there's less to keep them down, and I think having, I think it's like there. I know we're supposed to be see them and see them as equals, but I think there's less stakes in having them come into SmackDown and like run the place. There's less hurdles to get over. Um, whereas if they went onto Raw and we're supposed to, you know, uh, like take over, no NXT puns intended, um, then you're like, okay, well, we're going to have to, if they're going to be quote unquote running the show, you know, the Brock's going to be around and Braun's going to be around and eventually Roman's going to be around. Right. With any luck, so and it's like, I don't have the faith in the company to say, um, "Oh yeah, you guys step aside." Here comes the undisputed era. Whereas I think that opening would be on SmackDown because I don't think they would see uh, AJ or Daniel Bryan as like people that they necessarily have to keep strong for the sake of uh, you know, in, like in spite of this team, right? So that would be that would be my pick for destination for him. But you never know what the like post post WrestleMania slash pre SmackDown on Fox roster is going to look like. Yeah, you never so, know what the crazy old man's going to do. Exactly. Um. All right. So up next, we've got the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, I guess she's just Baszler now. <laughs> oh. That's that's my understanding. Uh, versus Bianca Belair. Wow, they single named her. Yeah, it really does be like that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is uh, <clears throat> um, I almost said this is the most intriguing matchup to me on the card, and I there's like a, 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 a like a nugget of, of truth to that notion. I don't think that's the case. Um, but like, I think what I mean is looking at this match, this is like the freshest match for its division, I guess, on the card. Um, because it's been so much of 
Baszler and Kyrie Sane, you know, playing hot potato with the belt. Um, and like quietly on the sidelines, like if you've been someone who doesn't watch a lot of the, the NXT shows, like I get into the habit of sometimes, uh, you would have missed the like entire build of Belair and, you know, she's doing this undefeated angle and it was just a matter of time. You know, meanwhile, you know, the Sane and Baszler are going back and forth. Um, so this actually does after what seemed like the division was, um, just like those two women, um, we have ourselves like a fresh matchup and not just a fresh matchup, um, for the you know sake of having somebody new in there, but I think they've actually done a good job of getting Bianca Belair up at that level to the point where there's maybe some um, question. Maybe you don't think that this one's really in doubt, but I think it it could be. Um, yeah, gun to my to be yeah, fair, I don't think that uh, to be fair, I don't think that anybody expected McIntyre to lose the belt when he did either. Right. So. Mm-hmm. It was lucky that he did because, you know, he tore his bicep off of his arm, but. Yeah. <laughs> but this could be one of those situations. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if you look at the timing, this is, uh, if anybody is in the plans to be a post WrestleMania call up, um, and they are a champion currently, this is the time to maybe get the belt off of them. You get the belt off of them here. And then at the Mania Takeover, you do the return match. And then after that weekend, they're free to debut on whatever show. Um, so that could be something to watch here. Um, and especially with the uh, the news swirling about um, Rousey taking some time off. Uh, I heard she was Did you catch that? quitting. <laughs> There was some stuff uh, I had seen, conflicting reports, uh, that both point to her not being around for a lot of uh, 2019. Um, one such thing was she's making it to Mania and then she's done. Another one said, no, she actually signed a multi-year deal and yeah, she'll, just be ta- she'll just be taking a break and coming back. Uh, but either way, it seems as though there's going to be a lengthy stretch without uh, the rowdy one. And that could be the perfect void to be filled by Baszler. Well, I think uh, it's a good storyline, too, if she goes mm-hmm. away because she can't handle a loss. Yeah. Um, that and you get, like, uh, to... I mean, Shayna Baszler isn't the, like, same. She doesn't completely replace Rousey. She doesn't really come close in terms of notoriety or anything, but there's also a nice little storyline there. It works for both of them. You have the Rousey stuff with here she goes, like throwing a tantrum again after she loses. Um, and then there's also stuff with Baszler where she finally gets to the show and her like, you know, friend and partner and uh, like if you, if they want to do a mentor angle or whatever, you know, um, she's not there. So Baszler kind of runs things, and you now have the option down the road of does Rousey come back and team up, or does Rousey come back and now Baszler's kind of running things and doesn't want to step aside. Um, 
and I don't know. There's actually some some good stuff that they could do with those two. Um, and yeah, but back to back to this match. I think it's I think there may be a title change here. There might be. So one of two things is going to happen. Um, <laughs> Baszler's either going to win, just mm-hmm. she's going to win, mm-hmm. or she's going to lose and she's going up to the main roster, like you said. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't see anything. I don't see Baszler losing and then sticking around. Mm-hmm. And I think she'd be in a great spot to go up to either show, honestly. Yeah. Because um, I wouldn't mind Baszler versus Asuka, and I wouldn't mind, you know, Mm-hmm. Baszler versus insert champion here. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that might be the most up in the air one. Mm-hmm. It's that or the tag match. Yeah. Um, and then we have the NXT championship. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa, Champa, sorry, he likes to enunciate the champ, mm-hmm. uh, versus Alistair Black. This should be uh, a fun match for those that are into, like you mentioned, it, it probably won't be to the degree of Riddle and Ono, but this is going to be another one that's fun if you're into Sound the effects. striking. Yeah. <laughs> What's your prediction the, the, for it? The knees. Uh, my prediction is both guys are going to eat a lot of knees yeah. or eat, eat a lot of um, choreographed knees. Um, my prediction, I, I mean, I think... I don't know what they do with Black if he loses, but I, I don't think Champa's done. Champa is done with the belt. I don't think like so you either. said, they are going back to, pro- probably more likely sooner than later, going back to Champa and Gargano, and it's not necessarily something that needs the belt, but it is a bit of a. If they are going to put the like, I think for them to do it again, they need the belt. Yeah, if they're going to tie a ribbon on the feud, it's it's kind of got to be with the belt. Yeah. So that's the, although they could, a, a thought just popped into my mind, but I think it takes some of the steam out of the feud if you're going to introduce a belt and it not just be the NXT belt. But it is possible that Johnny could win the North American belt, and it's for that. But I think that I'd rather it be a non-title at that point. Yeah, but that's just like what Jericho and Owens did. Right. Yeah. So... Yeah, I think it's got to be the big belt. I think so, too. And I think Aleister Black is going to be... I, I can see him on SmackDown in a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, now, well, another fun thought <laughs> is uh, Champa drops the belt either here or, you know, to Gargano. And instead of going straight to the main roster... Because I think we're all all fearful of what happens to him when he's on the main roster. Um, he goes to he uses his like <laughs> Italian heritage and he goes and joins the like NXT UK roster. <laughs> Even though he's from Wisconsin, he resides in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Well, yes, he's from but... uh, like Boston, right? Yeah, but um, I love that he's built from Milwaukee. That's where he lives, so that's fine. Right. Um like Chris Benoit from mm-hmm. Georgia. Right. <laughs> they are they are pretty uh wishy washy with their uh you have to be from the UK um because they have like Aussies and Kiwis on their roster. And so it's pretty much just 
Uh, they mean America, like, not America. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still speak English, but not America. Right. And yeah. Then they're, then they're gonna have Japan. So it's. I think it's like. Yeah. I think it's kind of like it's UK for branding sake, but I think it's like understood that it's just kind of like Western Europe, which right. Italy would. Western Europe and just like Western, whatever. Um, I don't know. They could get away with it um, if they really wanted to do it, and that'd be fun. They'd get him away from Johnny. They should uh, bring back the European title. Mm-hmm. They should have done that in Southern North American, I think. Yeah. Hindsight. Oh well. Yeah. Continue your thought. I'm sorry. No, that's pretty much it. Just okay. chomp. I think it gives. Um. I think we we both enjoyed that UK special. Oh yeah, parts of it at least. Um, but I I think the roster is just lacking as far as they have. Um, all the guys and girls are like very talented. I, I think there is as much in ring talent there as you could argue they have in Orlando. The problem is they don't have the star power, right? Even yeah. that NXT has, you know. Um, and it, it seems like it's just kind of the Pete Dunn show, <laughs> um, which there's nothing wrong with that because Pete Dunn's great. But that's like who's the number two? Like who do you have to play Pete Dunn off of? Um, the Mustache Mountain guys are also, you know, people are pretty familiar with them and they're mm-hmm. great. But I don't know. Adding Champa, he doesn't have to go in there and like, you know, like take it over or anything. But just having Champa on the roster to kind of work with a couple guys um, I think would behoove. It would give him something to do that isn't necessarily go up onto the main roster and potentially toil, and it uh, would benefit their roster by getting to work with a guy like Ciampa. I think it's a that's a win-win, and I don't know, just a thought. <laughs> it's really too bad Neville isn't still around. Yeah, that bastard Pac. <laughs> or, uh, well, Jack Gallagher, what's he doing now? There's no reason that Gallagher shouldn't be on. Other, I mean, the reason is, I guess it'd be seen as a demotion, but... Would it, though? Because, I mean, Finn, even to show up for one, like, Finn Balor gladly went... And oh, was... showing up. Uh, that would be great. I uh, think people would love it. Finn Balor went and wrestled his big-headed twin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Did you see the meme? The, uh, the, I... the double Spider-Man meme? Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> where they had one with a stretched out head, like pointing at the other one. <laughs> uh, yeah. Was anybody else thinking this during the match? Um, people made that comment during the uh, the UK tournament that they did, mm. and it certainly didn't do. Jordan Devlin is, of course, the big headed fellow in question here. Um, <laughs> it didn't do him any favors that. When he, uh, before he came up to his match, they showed like the package of him and Finn, like, you know, they're, it's like a student, um, like teacher pupil situation. Uh, he, you know, he attends Finn Balor's school or he like went through it and then he comes out and he's wearing, you know, like trunks, knee pad boots, leather jacket. It's like, okay, this guy just looks like store brand Finn Balor. Um, and then yeah, he's, I don't like getting on guys for their like physical appearance, but he does have like a I don't think it's a big head. I think it's the shape of his shoulders actually. They like they're like too narrow, which accentuate his head. Anyway, 
We're so far off topic here. <laughs> no, we're not. We're still talking about NXT technically. Yeah, okay. <laughs> we're like is, right outside the door. That's all, that's all that I'd have to say about, uh, Jordan it's a, Devlin. It's a short show. We had some filler. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so those are some, I don't think that is what is going to happen with Ciampa. No. But that's just an idea. Um, I don't have a clue of what they'll do with Alistair Black other than he just needs to, uh, yeah, he just needs to like uh, tread water until post mania. Uh, he needs and... to kick some people in the head on SmackDown after mania and then do some live shows with NXT in the meantime. Mm-hmm. That's something I'm really looking forward to is, um, assuming that they do all of the roster maneuvering that they are going to do post WrestleMania. I am curious what the makeup of SmackDown is going to be because, you know, they are going to Fox in the fall. And I wonder if that's, if there's going to be like some other shakeup closer to that or some like maneuvering before that, or if they're going to put the pieces in place here next spring. Um, and if that is the case, are they already getting feedback from Fox from who they want other than Rousey? I think that's the only like named person that's been out there floated around that Fox really wants. Um, but I know that another report has been not, naming specific names, but just saying they want more of like an authentic and like sporty feel to the show. And I think having a guy who's got a legit kickboxing background is probably right up their alley and almost, you know, exactly if, if the Fox executives don't know who Alistair Black is, which I think could entirely be the case. Um, if they received this like portfolio, this, uh, uh, binder of wrestlers, <laughs> to paraphrase John McCain, um, then that's a guy that would jump out at him, I think. Yeah, but, I think so too. And uh, Mojo Rawley, because he played football. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, that, that would, that is probably gonna happen because they're, that would be like a, a play to get Gronk, who oh. may or may not be retiring. Gronk says he wants to act, not wrestle. Yeah. Well, I mean, to get him, you know, because he's like the football player at Fox is a football channel. And um, I could see them wanting to get him as not like a studio guy, because I don't think Gronk is polished enough. But like get him like a segment on their pre-show or have him be like the kooky sideline guy or like something like that. I think they're going to get McAfee because I think they're going to start um, commentary. I think is going to start mm-hmm. being much different on each show. Mm-hmm. Just to differentiate, because I think that's what Fox wants. Yeah. So I think McAfee's going to tie into SmackDown somehow now. Because mm-hmm. they just signed a deal with him. Yeah. I think he he uh, commentated something recently. He he did. He did uh, the... Uh, what's the thing where like real people go and fight in bars? <laughs> that's a real thing like they have like like boxing matches in bars. oh is that what it was i think so bill Burr was, was talking about it i thought it was something that i watched but that would not have been something that i watched he, he's done nxt pre-shows i know he's done the pre-shows but i think he actually did like 
not play by play. I'm pretty sure he's just the color guy, but it's, it's not urban fight, but it's like the same idea, but like with real people, like actually like punching each other in the face. Okay. Maybe I'm melding memories of like reading that headline and then like remembering like his presence on the takeover shows. Either way, yeah, I think you're right. I think McAfee is, is, uh, gonna be a, a player. He weirds me out though, like when he's talking because he doesn't look at the camera. He like looks off to the side of the camera while he's talking. That's, I don't know if that's a quirk or it's just, uh, he hasn't been like coached up enough yet. But, and I'm pretty sure he's wearing like shorts, like with his jacket top. Yes, that's usually the case. Yeah. Uh, it has been no less than once already. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, that was a fun intermission. Um, how about some Royal Rumble discussion? Sure, yeah. Uh, you want to kick it off with the Cruiserweight Championship on the pre-show? Probably. Might as well, yeah. All right, I so love oh, Go ahead. Uh, we've got Buddy Murphy versus Kalisto versus Akira Tozawa versus Hideo Itami. Yeah, I was going to say before, I was like, you know what, it's probably a good idea to let you say who's in the match. <laughs> um, I love that they made it a four-way is what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just because I think for the bulk of us that don't watch 205 Live, myself included, um, they, um, what am I trying to say here? For a show like the Royal Rumble, where even the like main card matches are going to suffer a bit from like, all right, let's just get to the Rumble. Um, it would put the cruiserweights in a bad spot and what is already a tough spot. If they tried to do this like one-on-one story, I don't want to say heavy cause I don't know that anything 205 live has done has been story heavy. Um, but you know, like storyline involved match. I think people would have a hard time with it, but just having like four talented guys go out there and like fly around and, you know, get people going, I think is a, Great strategy, and um, you've got one guy who kind of flies around. I don't know about the other three. Um, Tazawa well, I mean, does a little bit, but Atami doesn't really fly around. So flying around, not necessarily as in like going off the top rope and flipping, but like the guys work fast. I think yeah. is more what I meant. Um, and so you're going to get a lot of that. Uh, and each guy kind of brings a different style. You know, you have like. Uh, you know, Kalisto is going to be doing your, uh, your flip-de-doos. Tommy's your striker. Uh, was even a, a kind of like a melding of those two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Murphy's like your, your like brawler, the, uh, the juggernaut of the cruiserweight division. And I think it's, it's going to be a nice, like, uh, like mix of styles. And this is one where, I almost hope that they just put the, they put the, I I have no doubts that this will be the first match, but I hope they at least give it enough time for people to be like into their seats. Mm, Yeah. Um, because I think this is something that it'll happen and you know, the, you know, going to live shows, there's always like this, um, like boosted energy for whatever the first thing is, just because it's like, ah, here's something. 
after you've been like sitting around waiting for the show to start, you're always kind of into the first little thing you get. Um, so there is value in being the first thing. I just kind of hope it's, it's done late on enough that there's actually people there. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I don't think that this is something that necessarily people would be into right away after the entrances, but come the end of the match, like I think, I think they're going to eventually have the crowd, um, there's probably going to be a ton of false finishes, near falls, breakups, yeah, double, triple team moves. Um, I'm actually kind of excited about this one, and I think I'm going to make the effort to watch the pre-show because this and the next match we're going to talk about, um, they are probably just you know what some might consider throwaway, but I think they're both going to be entertaining matches. Yeah, hope yeah. Hopefully, it comes on in like the the fourth hour of the pre-show, not like the first <laughs> hour. Because I, I I'm not going to be able to watch it from like five o'clock on. Like I'm probably not going to pick it up, and I might turn it on at like six and still be doing other things. Yeah, but like I can't start watching at five o'clock. I've got something to do at like five thirty, and then after that, I'm you know, yeah. there's too much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm actually like once I saw that this was a match, I was pretty pretty excited about it too because mm-hmm. i have i hadn't seen akira tozawa in a while um i'm glad that kalisto is finally doing cruiserweight stuff and um mm-hmm. hideo Itami, i'm just waiting for something from but uh who do you think who do you think sorry who do you think retains uh who do you think wins <laughs> <laughs> i think buddy murphy retains to yeah. answer all of your questions <laughs> <laughs> i think i gave away my answer too uh, <laughs> All right. Up next, we have the United States Championship. Uh, Rusev versus mm-hmm. Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, this one is a fun example. Uh, my favorite thing about this pairing is um, maybe not like favorite. It's something I appreciate about this because um, I, I like both guys, uh, but much like the the Matt Riddle, Cassius Ono situation. I do very much view Nakamura as like one of my guys. And so I know one of the criticisms of him has been that he's like kind of underdelivered, underwhelmed with his, most of his WWE run. Um, but like the best matches he's had on the main roster are with Rusev. And that's not to say like, oh wow, what a surprise that it's he's able to have good matches with Rusev because Rusev's one of the best like big body guys that they have. It's more just like this is not a pairing that I would have like put together in my head of two guys that just have like that chemistry and they do and it's great every single time. Um so I just love the like randomness of like the world of wrestling that you get sometimes. Um and we get like at least the third installment here of Rusev Nakamura, mm-hmm. if not the fourth. Um, yeah, and we've got uh, gold on the line this time. I don't see any reason to take the belt off Rusev, especially in the pre-show. I think people might be confused, uh, or maybe they won't be, um, because I don't know how many people remember that Rusev actually beat Nakamura for the belt. Right. But I I don't think the the pre-show is the place to take the belt off him. I just wonder here is the thing that makes me sad. Suddenly having thought of this, uh, this time last year, Nakamura won 
the Royal Rumble, and here he is likely losing a second-tier championship match on the pre-show. Um, boy, oh boy. What, uh, where does Nakamura go from here? I don't really know. I think he could go on and have a fun feud with mm-hmm. Brian, but one of them would have to turn face again. Mm-hmm. Although Shinsky could just be kind of an antagonist to mm-hmm. Brian, I feel like, too. I don't know who, but an idea I have for Nakamura is find somebody. I don't know if you if there's there's two routes that they can go. There's either try to find the most logical and practical person or do like an odd couple pairing. But Nakamura to the tag division, I think, might just fix everything in terms of it would give him something to do. I think it would like freshen things up. He's been a singles guy dating back to Japan, you know? Um, right. Um, <clears throat> and so it's just, I think it would kind of like reinvigorate him. It would allow him to kind of these like short bursts where he's, he's, you know, doing Nakamura things over in the corner, you know, like being weird and doing the gestures and stuff. He gets the hot tag and he starts throwing knees around. He does like the inverted suplex. Having him come out and do these like bursts being like the hot tag guy of a, a tag team, I think would be something really fun for him. And it would give, not that SmackDown needs a, a boost in the tag division. It's, it's just kind of, here's the tag divisions. You have Raw where it's like shallow and they are, I think, trying to do too little too late with some of the teams. And you have SmackDown where it's essentially been the Usos, the Bar, and the New Day. And while it's all great every time any of those teams wrestle each other, we've now seen it so many times. So you have the deeper division that's been a bit like overused together. And then you have the shallow division that uh, people are having a hard time getting invested in because of all the damage you've done booking the teams up to this point. Um, so I think, I don't know who it is. And honestly, after all their battles here, the partner may be Rusev. I think that's a very fun team there. Um, but I don't know. Uh, going along with my crazy plan here, is there anybody that you think off the top of your head could be a good partner for Shinsuke Nakamura. And I have tried to do this exercise myself by not just defaulting to who's an Asian guy I can pair him with, mm-hmm. but undoubtedly that would be what the company would do. <laughs> Alistair Black. Oh man, Black and Nakamura. That's how you debut him. Yeah. I, I don't know why that jumped into my mind. Like it, it jumped into my mind like a mm-hmm. few minutes ago when we started when you started talking about like mm-hmm. putting him off in a doubles. Mm-hmm. But Alistair Black. It's kind of a I like that because it's kind of an homage to uh probably Alistair Black's most successful tag team, and that was Death by Elbow with Chris Hero. Mm-hmm. Um and it was just kind of like their thing was uh, they were like former rivals that kind of teamed up because they could both knock guys out. <laughs> and that was like the common thread that they had in common. And that's like not uh, unsimilar to what he would have with Nakamura. That would be really fun. The only thing is um, I love the pairing. I love the potential for like the double team strikes um, and the 
the anxiety I would probably have for their opponents to like, <laughs> uh, knowing that it's like choreographed, but still seeing like double knees, like to both sides of the, the temple. Um, uh, I am envisioning Nakamura being a hot tag guy. And I think in that team, Alistair Black would be the hot tag guy. Um, but no, that's a good pairing. I like that one. I'll have to think about this and we'll, uh, We'll uh, revisit it, but I think that's the plan with Nakamura. I think he's just about done everything that he could do. Not He hasn't done everything that he could do as a singles guy because he could have won one of these title shots that he's had, but you know what I mean. That that ship may have sailed, and I think um, that this would give him something like fresh to do, and I think it would um, you know play to his strengths a little bit. Um, or maybe this is just me, you know, wanting another tag team to get into <laughs> selfishly. I know I was pushing there. You could probably make a super cut of past shows where I've pitched Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn entering the tag division, which I can't believe they never pulled the trigger on. Uh huh. I mean, it may be happening. They're both set to return at similar times and Raw needs tag teams. As um, long as they don't come out and drag for the women's. Yeah. <laughs> like Bobby Lashley sisters. Mm-hmm. Uh, speaking of tag teams, yeah, we've got the Bar mm-hmm. versus the Miz and Shane McMahon. So you know what this means, right? The Miz and Shane McMahon are winning. No, the Miz and Shane McMahon are going to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, this is something that. I have enjoyed the Miz and Shane McMahon stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how much legs the the storyline has, but it's something I try not to think about because I am enjoying the present and now. Um, and then I also don't know what the end game is because it seems like it, match. it seems like it would be Miz and McMahon. Is that what you were referring to? Is yes. it Miz versus McMahon at yeah. Mania? Okay. Um, yeah, I could see that. That's what's happening. It's 100% what's happening. But here's the swerve. <laughs> uh, it's Shane that's the heel, right? Right. Yeah. I'm into that because people people love The Miz now. <laughs> if you blinked and missed it. I mean, it had been this way for a while. People loved The Miz when he was right. like at live shows calling people sweat hugs. Yeah. So, I mean. But, like, yeah. blink, blink and you missed the actual, like... He's a face now, not just somebody that gets cheered. Right. Um, because he's there now. He just is a face. <laughs> and a much more natural face and an organic transition than the last time they tried to turn him face. And that was just, oh, he's. it was the first time he had done a Marine movie. Um, and they just started making him a face and... They like partnered him with Ric Flair and Ric Flair gave him the figure four and yeah, that didn't do that set the Miz back. (laughs) It was, I mean, thankfully it was that, that like sent him down to the point where they're like, okay, what are we doing with this character? Uh, he's the guy who's like proud of his straight to DVD releases. And that's kind of what gave us (laughs) the Miz character we have now. So it was kind of a blessing in disguise for him to get like knocked down the card so far. But um, this is this is great. I mean, um, I think you're right. 
do you think they win the the belts here and then drop them sometime before Mania, or is this? Um, I, I think if they don't win the belts at some point, then like, uh, like what's this all been about? I kind of hope not, just because I like having a credible team. Mm-hmm. And like, well, what's more credible than uh, a former champion and the best in the world? Right. Um, I don't. I, I just. I like the. I. I like the bar in here. I, I don't know. I mean, unless you're breaking up the bar, like, what else do you really do with them? I, I mean, they can. I know that nobody is really into like hot potato uh, title changes, but they could win here, and then uh, you start doing the angle at uh, Chamber, or I assume Fastlane is still the February pay per view. Um, and then you start doing the single stuff then, but there's, I mean, there's, there's plenty of time to get the belts off of them. Right. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know. I, I, my gut is telling me they'll be champions at some point before this whole thing is done and doing it earlier than later gives them more time to get the belts off of them. Yeah. I, I don't know. This is. Another one. I don't know. <laughs> it's been funny, but I'm not like really looking forward to this match. Actually, uh, we'll see. I think it, it. They shouldn't try to do like a classic. This needs to be in the vein of Usos and Fashion Police. Yes, the um, greatest tag match of all. Yeah, time. it needs to be like ten minutes and like <laughs> goofy. Yeah, not really take itself seriously too seriously at any point. All right, um, SmackDown Women's Championship, Asuka versus Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's pretty obvious who's winning here. Um, and I, I think there's a pretty clear-cut plan to WrestleMania from here. So, mm-hmm. well, mildly clear-cut. Right. A couple details to hammer mm-hmm. out. But, uh... So you think Bex is taking it here? No, I think Asuka's winning it here. Okay. I think Asuka's keeping the belt. I think... And, and Becky's we'll, coming out in the Rumble? Well, we'll see. We'll, see. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about that when we get to the Rumble. Okay. I, I, think Asuka, I, I think Asuka keeps it here. That's what my gut is, is that if they wanted Becky to be the champion, they would have just kept her as the champion. Right. At least of SmackDown. Yeah, I think uh, I think she's got Which other things. I think is where you were going with that, yeah. Yeah. Um... So I don't know what that means for Asuka. Actually, I think I do, actually. Um, we'll get to that later. I guess we'll see if we're on the same page uh, prognosticating-wise. But this should be good. I'd be curious to see, um, given what we think they may be doing with the two, how do you have Becky lose here but not necessarily, like, lose any steam. Meanwhile, you also don't want your champion to look bad because they are now going to be, you know, representing the division. So this is tough, right? Or do you just have Asuka just win? Uh, I don't think Asuka just wins. I think Charlotte might be doing something. Mm. I'm not sure, though. I do Mm -hmm. think Lynch will be in the Rumble. I think Charlotte will, too. Mm Mm-hmm. I could see maybe Rousey doing something too. Yeah. Although Rousey's at, at this point, it was though. yeah. 
I was like, at this point, like, Becky and all of them on SmackDown aren't even, like, trash-talking anymore. They're all kind of doing their own thing. So if, if Ronda got involved here, it's just like, okay, right. like, what's your deal, man? Like, <laughs> you yeah. weren't even involved this time. Yeah, I, I don't know how I, – I think – I think Charlotte's doing something. Yeah. Some, something's happening. I, so, I, so I don't know exactly what. Um, I think Asuka's winning, though. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily. She might win clean. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, the issue with winning clean, uh, as I was thinking about it, is her finish is a submission. And I think absolutely not the way to end this match is Becky tapping out. <laughs> I yeah. hate to feed into the like WWE, our top guys don't tap out. Well, they did it to themselves. I mean, right? Um, But like, I, I, yeah, I, I I don't think that there would be anything worse for the Becky Lynch character than to tap out in this match. Yeah, Stone Cold didn't tap out. Mm -hmm. Just saying, he passed out. He passed out. They could just go that route. They could do the pass out. They could get a distraction and then the Oscar lock, and yeah, that could be the the way it is. Mm -hmm. Um. So, keeping on topic, uh, mm-hmm. we've got the Raw Women's Championship with Ronda Rousey versus Sasha Banks, which is actually a pretty interesting match, I think. I think this will be, this is gonna fall in line with, um, Ronda Rousey. Storylines, eh, but matches, pretty good. Yeah, it, it's a sleeper for sure. Well, I don't mm-hmm. even know if it's a sleeper. I mean, it's mm-hmm. one of the most talented and the most well known. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I think that one would be pretty fun. But I think Rousey wins. Like Sasha Banks is just mm-hmm. kind of a placeholder until Mania. Now they did um, very quietly uh, do away with her undefeated streak. She's still never been defeated one on one, but um, has been what in what has been introduced uh, in the canon of WWE. Uh, tag wins and losses are factored in to any sort of undefeated streak because they were teasing um, uh, when Miz and Asuka were teamed up in the mix match um, that any that Miz could cost Asuka her streak. I realize I'm grasping at straws here, but um, they did introduce that a loss there in a tag situation would have... Um, put an end to Asuka's streak. And so with that logic in place, Ronda is now no longer undefeated. I don't think she loses here, but um, I think undefeated streaks are fun until they get to the point where you are now booking stuff because of the streak and not because it makes the most sense from like a booking perspective, you know, like the Goldberg situation. I don't think, I think Asuka, they actually, it worked out pretty well when they did it, but um, undefeated streaks are always tough. Right. Um, and I, I don't know why I, I went on this tangent because Rousey's winning, but <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, it's just that it happened this week. So I wanted to point it out. She's no longer undefeated in the WWE. Uh, yeah, I, uh, and I think it'll kind of, well, I don't know if that will directly tie in or if they're just kind of hoping we don't notice. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that like just, 
I don't know. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it in future episodes, I guess. I, mm-hmm. I agree. I think Rose, Rousey's winning. Yeah. Um, and up next, we've got the WWE Championship, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. Mm-hmm. Which is probably just going to be a great match, but I think Daniel, Daniel Bryan retains. I think AJ's on his way to Raw. Hmm. Yeah. He's got uh, nothing else to do on SmackDown. He, yeah, that's definitely the case. He's a guy who could benefit from a bit of a change of scenery, even if I would somewhat worry about his place on Raw. Like I would anybody who goes over there. Um, just because he gets to be like, even when he's not the champ, he's in situations like this, or he's working a top feud with Shane, or he is the U.S. champion, but it, U.S. champion is really closing out Raw shows because Jinder Mahal is the WWE champion. He's kind of like, no matter what, like this entire time he's been like the guy on SmackDown. You know, he was feuding with Cena at the very beginning of the the brand split. Um, so. Yeah, I mean, I think he does need a change of scenery because looking at the, like, WrestleMania landscape for SmackDown, uh, I'm not entirely sure where they're going. <laughs> and he's kind of worked with everybody. Uh, so some sort of swapsies um, would probably benefit him. But, yeah, they also did just, like, put the belt on Brian. Not just, it was November, well but, it. yeah. I, I think there's stories to be told. At least more stories to be told with Champion Brian than there is with Champion Styles. Does so. does it, it? It's weird seeing how big that belt is on Daniel Bryan, isn't mm-hmm. it? It like covers his entire torso. I keep waiting for a belt's change because that one's got leather. Right. Unless he quietly got like a new one and just hasn't. I figured if he had gotten a new one, he would have brought it up in a promo. Um, no, they should totally do that. He should mm-hmm. refuse to wear the belt. Mm-hmm. He is he is the planet's champion, <laughs> which was a great great line. Another great line in this uh, this heel progression. Um. All right, so we covered that. Uh, up next, we've got the Universal Championship: Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar versus Finn Balor. Finn, I believe, officially not wearing the paint. Yeah, because he can't lose. I think he has lost as the demon. That is the thing. Is I he lost to Samoa Joe. As yeah, the somebody actually pointed it out that I had heard all this talk about he can't wear the paint because he can't lose. He has already. He lost uh, to Samoa Joe. That's how he dropped the NXT belt. Not on the main roster, though. Not on the main roster. But on the main roster, he's only worn the paint like three times. Which generously. is more special. Mm-hmm. But so, yeah, I don't think he's wearing the paint. I don't think he is, but then, like, there needs to be some sort of, like, people are going to be wondering if... If if not for Brock, then who? Right. Corbin, really? Right. <laughs> like, there's the question of, like, what are the rules with the demon here? And, uh, and like, for his sake, it would be like, a, you got your match. Like, why why didn't you go all out? Is this not something that you want? There needs to be some sort of thing. And I think it could be as simple as, you know, he wanted to prove that he could do it um, himself and he didn't want to rely on, like, gimmicks or anything like that. And that's not great, but, like, you know, it's at least effort is being made, you know, to try to explain it. Yeah. 
Uh, but yeah, it should be fun. I mean, I, I don't know if it seems like when Brock works with smaller guys, there always needs to be some sort of like, he likes working with the smaller guys better because he doesn't have to mm-hmm. do as much work. Um, <laughs> but in order for him to take the offense, it, there always seems to be, needs to be some sort of gimmick. Mm-hmm. And with Brian, he like caught some knees and then just got like throttled into ring posts and whatnot. And then from that point, he was able to like start taking offense, but he hasn't really like in his matches with, uh, with Brian or AJ. I mean, I guess AJ, he just kind of worked a regular match with somewhat. Um, but. I- I think Balor goes after him right off the bat with some mm-hmm. some kicks, and I think they're mm-hmm. gonna tease a coup de gras like real early, or mm-hmm. maybe even hit a coup de gras like real early. But I think he's kicking out. Yeah, I think it could be something like that. Like he turns around, or he puts the belt down, turns around, and catches like the kick into the corner. Mm-hmm. I think something like that might happen. That'd be cool. Um, this should know. be fun. Yeah, you're right. Brock works really well with the little guys. Well, he even has said that he likes working mm-hmm. with smaller guys better. That's why his first like pay per view match was against like Jeff Hardy. Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh, all right. Uh, Women's Royal Rumble. Let me. Is there any chance? Is there any part of you that thinks Finn could win? No. No. No chance. No. I think there's a sliver of a chance, but it's. I think in. Uh, if I was given a hundred opportunities to bet, I would put money on Brock ninety nine of those times. Yeah, I I don't think that there's. If it was WrestleMania, maybe, but I don't mm-hmm. think so. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. It might change if the demon shows up. But mm-hmm. I don't know. All right, let's talk about these rumbles. All right, who you got for the women's? And I think the women's is a little harder to pick than the men's. I think it is too because it's there's. I think there's two real strong candidates mm-hmm. for it. I think like we had talked about a little bit previously. Um, I think she comes out in this match. The uh, the Roman Reigns situation uh, where you can lose your match at the Royal Rumble and then enter the Royal Rumble. Um, but it's uh, I think Becky Lynch comes out at some point and is your Royal Rumble winner and just goes to Raw. Is that what you are prognosticating? I, I think that's one possibility. I think the other possibility is Charlotte. Because mm-hmm. how else do you tie Charlotte in? I don't know that you necessarily need to, um, but if you wanted to, there's the old, uh, you know, next month is the elimination chamber, right? Um, and so you have the, uh, you maybe you have the uh, the Raw ladies match be a uh, number one contender match, not a champion match. Um, and Charlotte attacks, I don't know, Bailey. No, because she'll probably be involved in it. No, the chamber match is going to be for the, the tag yep. belt. So I don't know. You're right. How do you get Charlotte involved? So maybe you don't. You uh, do the, uh, I mean, I think. Maybe you just go Becky and mm-hmm. um, Rousey, and then um, you, save, kind of... you save the Charlotte rematch for when Rousey leaves Raw and comes back to SmackDown after having her tantrum and mm-hmm. Charlotte just stays at SmackDown. Yeah, I mean, I kind of thought it would feel weird to keep Charlotte on the sidelines after she's been, you know, just as involved. Um, some could argue more with Ronda than Becky, but um, 
Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think getting the alternative, I think, for what to do with Charlotte is, well, Asuka needs an opponent, so you just do Asuka Charlotte too, which I don't think is, uh, that, you know, that was kind of one of the, one of the, like, forgotten gems of last year, one of the better matches on the Mania card, and getting a rematch of that. Um, but it, it doesn't seem as logical a fit as, like, a triple threat with Becky, Charlotte, and Ronda. I just, I don't know how you get there. Maybe they do the, uh, like, Batista, Cena, both feet hitting at the same time finish, but instead of doing a, uh, like, sudden death, they just accept two winners. Right. Or there's, like, something like that. Um, I don't know, but I I do think that's the match, is it's a triple threat. But I don't know how you get there, unless you... I mean, there are different routes that you can take there. Um, but, um, yeah, there's no there's no clear one. There's a, a clear one for one of the two. But they're, I think they're going to have to get creative to get it to a triple threat. Yeah. But I, I do think ultimately that's what it'll be. All right. And the men's Royal Rumble. I will say this. One last note. Okay. I think if, if Becky is losing the championship or losing the championship match and entering the Rumble, I don't think she can lose both and then right. still be in a, you know, I, I think it, it's hard to like push. Oh, this person who lost like double <laughs> deserves a spot in the, I think if she's in the Rumble, she's winning and it, it, it's a like has to situation. Yeah, I, that that's fair. That's a fair thought. Mm-hmm. All right, men's rumble. Men's rumble. Um, this I think one we might be on the same 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 uh, same wavelength for this one, actually. Probably so. I've been racking my brain to think of looking at the like title programs and like who could work with who. Um, I think SmackDown is a little bit murkier. <laughs> In that, I don't know what they're doing over on SmackDown, but looking over at Raw, I think, uh, in order of, um, the least likely to most likely, the three I've kind of pegged are, um, Drew McIntyre, Braun Strowman, and my pick, probably your pick, the entire internet's pick, which would make me nervous that they would actually do it. You know how they love a last minute swerve, uh, but, Logically speaking, it's Seth Rollins. Oh yeah, like <laughs> it makes the most sense for like his character. Um, they've also gone to the trouble of having him go out and you know he's cut promos addressing the state of the company, the state of his show, the state of the championship. Um, that promo he just cut the other night. Um, it just it just seemed very like. His lines were being read with intent of isolating them and putting them into a promo package. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I think it's 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 got to be Rollins. It's and either I, Rollins or it's somebody from SmackDown. Right. Um, and that's the thing is I couldn't think of other than <sighs> Randy Orton. <laughs> I couldn't think of another because like who's the next top face on SmackDown? Um, well, here's another one I had. I, I thought Ray Ray could work. Yeah, um, but, but he's like, not winning the Rumble though. Right. I think he might win at Chamber. Um, 
But yeah, I don't know. It's it's there's, there's intrigue a little bit. There's guys that would be fun, like Andrade. I think would be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Ey would be fun. Yes, he's still there. <laughs> uh, Samoa Joe would be. I mean, it'd be Joe and Brian again, but mm-hmm. Joe seems to be trying to insert himself in every possible feud that he can. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It, it's it's tough. Yeah, I no, mean, Jericho won't be there, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, speaking of stuff like that, um, I think we we can uh, just talk about the the Rumble concept as a whole here. Um, speaking of you know people like Jericho, um, do you have any picks or predictions for um, legends we may see? NXT people we may see, or your like wild cards. You're uh, really the only one of those we've had in the last couple of years was AJ Styles. I don't know that we're getting any of those, but um, Kenny Omega is still under contract. Yeah, um, all of the elite guys signed with um, with AEW. Uh, Kushida is not a big enough name in the United States to like show up. Not for that. I think mm-hmm. he's going to be in the NXT Japan thing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Trevor Lee, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Um, probably Tatanka again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tatanka's your pick. It'd be cool if we get Animal. Yeah. He, he loves putting on the paint still. It's, uh, let's see, it's Arizona, so there's no, like, famed former wrestlers from Arizona. No, but uh, you know the, the Bella Twins are going to be in the women's. Well, they have to be. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, that one's not as much fun, because you know, like, everybody's mm-hmm. getting, like, they're digging up bones to bring Yeah, them. yeah, yeah. Well, um, are there, uh, uh, like, who haven't we seen in a while? We might see, uh. I would love to see Mick Foley, but I don't think he's cleared to take a bump. Yeah, I don't think he could take the bump. Um, Edge and Christian probably can't either. I think Christian technically <laughs> could, mm-hmm. but I don't. I know Edge cannot. Yeah. Um, Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> I'm just looking around like all the action figures out in my garage. Right ah, now. I got like you. who's still alive? Who's alive? Yes, yeah, Kevin certainly. Nash is in pretty good shape. Yeah, he's done. He's done it before. Nash could be a big, a good option. Um, Jake Snake's still around. He's actually, he did DDP yoga. What are you talking about? No, I know, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) He's in great shape now. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just from a standpoint of, yeah, he could, but should he be taking? That's a tough bump to take is over the top to the floor. Vicky Guerrero did it. Yeah. Freaking great Khali did it how many times? At least once. (laughs) That's one we might see. And that guy is that he's like the stiffest looking mm-hmm. human being I've ever seen in my life. You know, we're at the point now where stuff from like the late two thousands uh, is nostalgia because that's all like ten years old now, at least. So I'm trying to think of who like some of the memorable. Uh, we may get a boogeyman appearance, maybe. Yeah, probably. Uh, he still works there, doesn't he? Yeah, uh, Mr. Kennedy isn't uh, doing anything. Yeah, but that's, uh, he al- that's always he kind of. He didn't leave on great terms. I know, but... You got Hacksaw. 
There have been people that have less on way worse terms yeah. <laughs> that have come back. You could have Hacksaw. Um, and I think people would pop for the Canada. Um, if just for like a throwaway once thing. Um, it, I, he would be considered a legend, but I think he's still, uh, despite what like rumors had been, I think he's still on the main roster, but maybe we'd get a Matt Hardy appearance. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, he's, yeah, he'll probably, he's, he's probably gotta be there. Uh, even if he just goes away again after this, just like, you he's know, he's been I, doing live shows. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, what about a Bray Wyatt comeback? People would pop for that. I think that might happen. Um, I know Harper's close to coming back, too. Yeah. So you could kind of do him back-to-back. Sting can't do it. I think Hacksaw might show up. Mm-hmm. I got a feeling about Hacksaw. Yeah. Maybe Hogan. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so... He's bigger than the whole locker room, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Good God. Um... <laughs> What about uh, NXT? They usually like to use an NXT guy to uh, one that Roddy. Roddy. Roddy had a great showing in the last one that he mm-hmm. was in. He turned liked... freaking uh, Daniel Bryan's chest into hammer yeah. meat. Uh huh. I kind of like the idea of Aleister Black, maybe. Uh... Yeah, the gobbledygooker. <laughs> um, Shawn Michaels. I wouldn't. Okay. Wouldn't. Okay. Wouldn't be mad at it. I would. <laughs> you just don't want to see his bald head again. I don't. He, it makes me uncomfortable. It's too distracting. <laughs> um, I mean, any chance? I, I can't see Champa doing it, knowing he's not going to like win it. Maybe a guy like Ricochet. I could Maybe. see. Could, just because I think he could come out and do some quick, flashy stuff, and ultimately, you know, I don't think getting eliminated in the Rumble is too detrimental to him, especially, you know, after having just retained over Gargano the night before. I'm sure Kane will be there. Oh, yeah. Maybe. (laughs) I don't know if he's done putting his chair together yet. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just, like, looking around, like, my, uh, because I've got, you know, all these wrestling toys. Mm -hmm. I'm just kind of, like, looking around trying to pull anything else out. Mm-hmm. I, just, I don't know. I feel it's the year for Hacksaw. Maybe Tatanka again. He yeah. seems to be in pretty good shape. I think we might see... We might get a Tony Storm or a Rhea Ripley appearance. Yeah. Um, well, the women's side. I'm trying to think of developmental people that could show up. Like, I don't want to forget the other Rumble. I think you're right as far as the Legends go. It's less fun to play the Legends game for the women's Rumble because... They were so reliant on them last year, and maybe they're they're definitely in a better spot this year. But you know that they're going to use them. Whereas with the the men's rumble, it's there's a little less room for that sort of thing. I think Eo will be there. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, yep. I think you're right. Or Kyrie Sane would be another good option. Um. So yeah, I know there's once we're we're done here, it's going to hit me at some point today. in like the middle of the day in the afternoon, just some legend's name will pop into my head. And I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, it's so obvious. That guy's going to be involved. Um, maybe Road Dog. He's going to be there. <laughs> yeah. 
They could always um, bring Billy Gunn in. I think he can't was mm-hmm. on like good terms. I mean, he yeah. he got released from the performance center for like performance enhancing drugs or something like that. But yeah, I don't think that he wasn't real vocal about like how awful it was or anything like that. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. guys like that, I don't think uh, Albert has. Uh, I, I don't think he stopped because of any health concerns or anything. And he's also kind of a guy who's just always around. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. Just trying Xbox, to think. Of... Xbox has signed with AEW, so mm, yeah, he won't be there. Um, I don't really know who else. Yeah, I don't think they were super surprise heavy last year. I think it was just Ray and then any NXT guys. Yeah. All right. Um, any other uh, WWE news before we? Sign off. No, I think this will be a uh, a pretty fun week. Um, a nice uh, nice little primer uh, to. Well, I mean, <laughs> these two shows are going to be fun. Hopefully, I mean the two rumbles. It's it's hard to not have an enjoyable rumble. There are some that are more enjoyable than others, but um, I think the NXT show will be great. The rumbles will be fun, and then. Uh, Friday's New Japan. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to New Japan next Friday. Yeah. I got to cancel a dentist appointment. Yeah. But uh, that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, what? Have you heard circulating rumors about The Undertaker being inducted into the Hall of Fame this year? Yes. Um, something on the network mentioned it or something like that. Isn't that what the story was? Maybe. There's something that, like, it was, it was like some, like, back channel advertisement or listing or something said something like uh uh wwe hall of fame or the undertaker or something like that mm-hmm. and so people are like speculating that he's going to be the headliner which i mean he would be the headliner of his class Absolutely. they are they are kind of running out of guys of that caliber who inducts him kane you think so yeah you don't think like could be Austin. Yeah. You don't think McMahon would, like, do it? McMahon could. I just... I, think, I don't... I know McMahon yes. doesn't want to. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to be, like, the, the, the like, focal point, mm-hmm. believe it or not. Mm-hmm. But, like, I feel like Undertaker is that guy that he does it for if he does it. Mm-hmm. I, I can see that. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Hulk. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, Hulk. That's what JK. we all want. JK. Yeesh. Um, all right, who's your favorite wrestler? Oh, boy. Um, oh, I gotcha. gotcha. Yeah. Guard. I wasn't, forgot about this part. Wasn't prepared. My favorite wrestler of the week. Um, I'll try to give him some, uh, some, some good momentum going into the Rumble. Uh, it'll be Seth Rollins this week. All right. I went with Mustafa Ali. Oh, yeah, that promo. The promo was really good. I think Mustafa Ali... To get promoted from 205 Live to what WWE considers to be even a B-show, from a yeah. C-show, though, uh-huh. and to be actually doing well in the spot given, I, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. there's a lot to be said for that. And I wasn't, like, super, like, taken by him on 205, and I might just be because I didn't invest enough time in him, and he had that weird mm-hmm. Sub-Zero entrance. <laughs> but, uh, no, I'm... I'm I'm on the Mustafa Ali train. 
All right. I think I'm with you. That's a good pick. Um, that match with Joe was good too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a guy who I'm curious what the next year will hold for him. I wonder how long he can keep this, uh, little bit of momentum up. Ooh, I'd like Mustafa Ali and Daniel Bryan. That's what I would like. I think that if, if they won't don't, be mania. no, 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 no. But if they don't do a, uh, a chamber match for the belt, like they do a contenders chamber. Um, and that card still needs some sort of championship match. I think, uh, Ali versus Brian on like the chamber card, but in like a singles match might be the route to go. Yeah. And then you have a contenders, uh, chamber. Yep. I like it. All right. Anything else before we go? Uh, Nah, man. I think uh, I think we uh, laid out a, a good one here. All right. I guess next week will be the follow-up. Yep. Um, and probably a little bit of discussion on what we hope to expect from New Japan. Hopefully the week of is a little bit more uh, a clear-cut view of the card. Yeah. All right. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in this week. Head over to the website at browrestlingshow.wordpress.com or check us out on iTunes, rate, subscribe, review, whatever you want to do. Um, Also on our website, we've got links to past episodes, uh, email, Twitter, all that stuff. So check it out. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.